thing for a while Been in this thing for a while You don't even know my pain You can't even match my style You don't even know this game Been in this thing for a while yeah, yeah, yeah. Been in this thing for a while Been in this thing for a while Yeah Yeah That Leon Bridges, though, the gold digger sound, he has a little doc to go with it. It's probably not something you would be into as far as that part of it, because it's kind of um tour life situation. It's cool. Uh, what a day in the life of Leon Bridges. Kind of like a day in the life, kind of, but it's not a ton of getting a side camera conversation like, hey, I'm going through this. And it's not really, it don't give you a lot of insight more so than you get to see these moments of him creating a little bit, a little bit of just his kind of the, he's from texas so he has that country kind of southern it i mean yeah like his fashion sense is very different like he's just a different type of dude and like this i love that first album like that baby baby babe i'm coming home and like it's fire but this gold digger is just it's different they don't even get the praise it should be getting bro when i first came across him i thought he was like a old i thought this was an old act yeah like because it sound it sound like some 70s music Mm-hmm. Or some shit like this. I thought it was an OA. But River, that's that's my my joint by him. I fuck with that. Hey. That's your gospel right there. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I love that. <laughs> that's the, Wait, the, the song, as far as what I asked you that I go to, is mine is probably a, I won't say a weird selection. It ain't like you said, it ain't for what, what movie we talking about a relationship or anything. Just when I just want to hear something that you can feel, pause. Okay. <laughs> like when I just want to be like, not no rap or no shit like that, but I just went like that nigga was saying the shit out of that song. Okay. Man. Like, damn. Uh Luther Vandross superstar, come home to me. Oh, you out, yeah, that's you always my, yeah. Yeah, that's probably my favorite song. Like if I just want to hear something like just unplug for a minute. Yeah. I'm listening to all nine minutes of that and probably gonna run to the last three minutes back like four or five times. Like he getting his bag <laughs> that last four or five minutes. That conviction nigga. coming out, boy. You like man, Bruh, he's getting to it. He mean it. Bag, nigga. Nigga say like five words the whole last three minutes. But that's he like, that's the best, bro. That's the, the best. Time. Everything you just start thinking about everything, bro. Like that's the best. Thanks. Uh, you know that uh nigga, that nigga bro. sung that song perfectly, nigga. Bro, you know I, I I don't you know the artist, his name's Toby Nawigwe. Nawigwe, yeah. He played football at Texas. Okay. Yeah. So you know, you know, you have you seen any of his performances, his people, anything? Nah. Okay. Well he he has you talk about singing. He has this bald dude in there. Mm-hmm. And he sings like crazy on the falsetto. All of them can sing. Like white really? dude can go all he has he has a song called you know, Yeah, they're like a like a hmm. I don't even know, a collective. Like he has his wife in it doing whatever like he write her rhymes like they, they are a dope movement but there's a dude that so he has a version of this song where he's talking about uh mama to- said i was a joke but miss badu told me i'm dope 
And so mm-hmm. there's a, another version where the dude sings it, in, like in the rapping version, singing it in falsetto. And bro, I might have to sing you that link. Body. That nigga yeah, is that going. It's bro. on his album, the Toby. The Toby I don't nigga. even know. It's because it's live. It's on YouTube. I got to. Ah, if okay. I find that, I'm downloading that joint. But this is one of the ones you can play it on your TV if you don't want to hold your phone up. But I, I matter of fact, I got to do it now because I know we're gonna get through this show and I won't remember, bro. <laughs> you gonna forget? Yeah, boy. Well, we appreciate y'all tapping in again. Another week in the books, chapter 61. While Mo pulls that up, man, you could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us talking about black man issues. And we appreciate you, black man, as much as you appreciate us. Um, Good episode last week, Mo, man. That was really, that was, that oh, was man. That felt good. That felt like a weight was lifted. I felt like something needed to be talked about. What was that coming from, bro? Uh, I told I, you, Dro sent me a message, man. Heavy contributor to the show, man. I, I, I yeah. love my brother, man. He sent me, and we were talking about it uh, back and forth just through IG. And <clears throat> I had been thinking about it since he sent it to me. Wow. You know, and uh, it just went from there. That was really dope shit. And, and, and that's the goal. Like, that's, that's my, that's, that's the direction I would like this to go, to be able to get to the point we might have some reference points but at some point and it probably will get there because at one point it won't necessarily be a theme the theme will create itself and then we are taking it to a whole nother level of showing you literally on air in real time black men having a conversation like this is the true meetup you know what i'm saying like we're literally so what's going on what's good and we're working through it at the same time so it's going to be a little different that had been on your mind yeah that's the goal that was always what i had in mind at probably the halfway point of us doing this show so Mm -hmm. i don't know how we'll get there just yet that's how i yeah that's how i always envisioned it too like even if we do have checkpoints or things that we want to come in and talk to there's always that thing that's on your mind throughout Mm -hmm. the week just some shit you've been going through how you've been feeling mm-hmm. and just having a space where people could hear that and they be more comfortable in doing that shout out to rich shout out to again i can't say it enough dro dro told me he was like <laughs> he said man uh when i recommend the show to people now i just take their phone and just hit the subscribe button whoa that way that way i ain't even got to worry if they hear it or oh. not and he said all the feedback that he's been getting has been wonderful as far as people being like, man, I, I appreciate you putting me on that, man. So shout out to him wow. for spreading the word organically that way. And the people who came across it, however you did, we appreciate that you're here, man. Well, Spike, with that being said, if he can grab people's phone, I know you can say, hey, yo, just go check this out. Real big dude, man. He's he, he, he here the push-up challenge. Yeah, man. I see. Yeah, yeah that, that's so that. But uh, let me say, um, I realize like, and Joe, we're always grateful for you and appreciate it. He hit me up too, man. Um, actually. Uh he he was just uh saying that I wasn't on the island by myself, you know, which we end up working through that, like you know, the whole, you know, <laughs> he said he, he said he once I explained he understood, and he also was just saying that like that's what he appreciates is the different perspective and yeah. challenging y- y'all's generation in certain regards. You know, I mean I'm not necessarily with the current generation either, but just a little bit of an age difference just challenging our mentality and kind of viewpoint of it and open, expanding on it so uh that well, was that's good because we didn't have that man like only person people that we like first of all we probably we probably didn't even have these type of conversations if we did we probably uh-huh. shut them down quick just being ignorant mm-hmm. but like most of the niggas that was older than us like 
they was following what we was doing. Like we was setting trends and examples and shit. Not to, I'm not blowing smoke or trying to toot my own horn or anything, but we really didn't have no niggas that we would look up to and be like, damn, man, he doing something right, man. I appreciate his aura. Like I want to understand what he got going on. Just appreciative of it. Like it, it wasn't really like that, man. It was like, it was one, we had one thing in mind. Well, a couple of things in mind. Yeah, I was about to say, it's probably about three things. <laughs> a couple of things in mind. But, I, think, said, talking, I think Lil Wayne and, has a song and it goes. Yeah, 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 no, yeah exactly. Yeah, talking song. definitely wasn't one of the things, though, man. So I'm yeah. glad that we got to this space. And again, yeah. you're a dope brother for being able to us hold this down, not even having, having met in person before. Mm-hmm. So all the flowers, man. All the flowers. Yeah, same to you, brother. I think this is. this is Because what I do, I, I always appreciate that. You know, I, when we first were doing it and having conversations, I think you always have. I feel like you never was like hesitant to say, OK, I'm flawed here or I may I may not be getting this. This doesn't make sense to me. You never was hesitant about it. But what I feel like is different now than then is that not only do you, I feel like you acknowledge those areas for you, just like I do. is, But I think that and I don't know in your personal life, but like I feel like. It resonates with not only am I flawed, maybe I should take a closer look and maybe I should do something. You know, because you know, it's one thing to say, ah, I got to work on that. Because how many times have we heard people say that, especially women? Like, they're like, I'm working on, I'm working on myself. You're not working yeah. on yourself. And, you know, dudes, you're not working on yourself. I'm, I'm just trying to figure it like, You're not trying to figure it out. But like us literally doing this and stepping away and saying, man, I didn't, I didn't see it like that. I guess maybe I am. A little more drawn to this Maybe I am a little biased here Maybe I am jaded here Maybe I am You know I gotta This is a sore spot So I think that's and That figuring helps Figuring out why Yeah Figuring yeah. out why what the fuck, Why do I react That type of way To that type of stuff That's probably one of the biggest things This is how much I know I've grown a lot In that area Since we started doing this As far as like Yeah, yeah I know I'm that way But damn What makes me mm-hmm. Or why am I looking at it that way Especially having a different perspective like yours and mine sometimes so yeah it's dope shit man i hope the people continue to enjoy this and the constant feedback is what fuels it yeah. so shout out to dro shout out to rich uh brother from uh, good earners if you haven't checked that sopranos podcast out man make sure you do so shout out to everybody else killing that's a frequent listener to this show man continue to give us feedback let us know what you want to hear us talk about it's all open it's an open board man yeah you boy. wanted to know about revolt yeah man what's up uh was it the same man, as on deck or is there a little no, bit more hell no that was the main i would and it's probably me just have gotten old bro like I, uh-oh <laughs> yes this is a great platform for this so just build us up what, right. what what am i referring to you this revolt thing so revolt is a music podcast content conference that's held by puff's company revolt and it's been down here in atlanta for the last three years i want to say it used to be in miami um, when it was in Miami, I was younger, of course. This is maybe this had to be like what, eight, nine years ago now when they started doing it in uh, Miami. But AB and I would go every year. Derb went with us a couple of years. Big Jeff went with us a couple of years, and, and we would go. Man, it was one. It was the scenery, the background. It's in Miami. Like can't like we used to just enjoy that, man. Like mm-hmm. the, the clubs, the food. Like Miami is Miami. It's the only place like that in, in America. One hundred percent. I love Miami. Yeah. Uh, but it being in Atlanta was just different, and I've gotten older. Um, and it since since I've done a lot more in the podcasting space, 
being out there and not like being on a panel or not being there for a particular reason it mm -hmm. almost felt like i was just there wasting time because mm -hmm. i wouldn't derb went with me and he was pointing people out to me on youtube man he got a youtube channel that's popular oh y'all follow them on ig and they podcast i didn't know none of these people bro like i i wasn't familiar it was a dope place it was a dope set setup they had the uh they had it at a movie studio so it had the different studios where they would have the different talks they had a main stage they had a panel with tank and um some other people with r&b talking going on jeezy was speaking there uh jim jones was there but it just didn't appeal to me the same way that it did when we first started doing it uh, i felt like if i was gonna be there then i needed I, it was just a i need to step my game up moment like if i'm gonna be here i don't want to just be like loitering loitering around i want to be on a panel or motherfucker coming up to me or and, you know giving them advice or things of that nature i think i've reached that stage where i should be able mm -hmm. to do that so yeah. i got more, more work i left feeling like i had work to do to be able to be in the position that i want to if i'm going to go to something like this or even if i could just create content it's one of those places like if, we, if you and i did like if it was something where you came and we could ask people questions to pertain to another week in the books get some feedback some live footage and things like that it would be dope so you have to go with a plan yeah not just for enjoyment anymore that's okay. probably the main thing that I got from it. Can't just go like that's your type of enjoyment stuff. these days now too. It's not because because that's like it's mixing people. work and <laughs> it's I could totally see like now nah, I'd rather just kick it with my friends or, or kick it with my yeah, if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be off guard and you know mm -hmm. what I mean yeah I I could totally see that not being like your form yeah, of like this is not like. But you the feel biggest like, thing that I found myself doing, man, was yeah. just judging people on what they had on. Like that was the main place my mind kept going. What did you like, have on? I can't on? believe I can't believe how kids dress, man. It's crazy. I just had a t-shirt and some jeans, man, and some uh -oh. course, some cool kicks. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I just couldn't believe how people dress nowadays. This shit is like, what, 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 crazy. What, what, what how was it? Come out of the house. Rock star clothes. Anything that you could think of, bro, it was there. Like the the bitches half naked in the wrestling shit, the, the spandex that they wear weird young niggas and how they dress like everybody it was just weird weird shit man i guess i'm just getting too old yeah, we, like, yeah, niggas, yeah. people dress insane nowadays that shit is fucking crazy i was looking at people and i was like man how you come out the that's house just like one fact i ain't bro. just talking about the women i'm just talking no, about yeah the generation everybody and just it's fucking crazy yeah bro niggas be having some wild shit on bro you know what that to me you saying that that's one facet of disconnection for us that's why i feel like that's a part of i listen to a lot of nostalgic podcasts they do a great job i really want to do a black version because there's no black nostalgic podcast that's giving those those reminiscent upbringing moments but i i, I have to figure out how i want to do it but anyways but they do a great job this show i'm hoping not only is it like Okay, we got messages. We're having conversations. It's not just just some Saturday night special like the '90s, but it's it's a. Com I'm hoping that it's a comfort space. Like when people listen, like as soon as they hear that, been in this thing for a while, they get him like, oh, I'm excited. I'm going to a comfort space that I can connect with. It may be in this generation of me and you, or it may be even younger, which would be even doper. But seeing that and not to say it, it made you uncomfortable i know me that's a part of why i don't go play because it's like I, i'm too disconnected i'm too out of the loop <laughs> you be feeling like out of the out, you out of place yeah and it's like i'm not mad at y'all do y'all thing i just 
I don't belong here. Yeah, I, that's that's why I, I've never been a strip club guy. I've never been a club guy. I just, I it, and it speaks to one of the things I wanted to speak about in like just a thought. But it's like I just if if this is what it takes, that's how I look at. It. If this is what it takes, then I'm not doing. it. I'm out. I'm. This is not gonna. <laughs> I promise you. Like, cause there's some things. Wait, wait. Like, when you say this is what it takes, what do you mean? Like, in order to be successful, for people to accept you, to get to the next level, what do you mean? I feel like it's a lot of phoniness, man. I feel like a lot of, a lot of, I, I feel like about half the people don't really dress like that. Half the they people don't really people like y'all. Y'all, y'all sent something in the group chat about this division amongst black men and women based on social media. Half you people don't really feel what you're saying in comments. Half you people don't even run into it. Don't even you, half you people are not even that serious, but you're at the revolt thing. You're not that serious. It's all of those things to me where it's like if it takes and but you all are doing this full flip of something totally different to get it just it feels phony. I wasn't there, but it's just I've been in places where it's like, man, it just feels like maybe what you feel like, oh, I gotta tell I'm about to sell him about the podcast. Like, if I gotta do that, then maybe it's a version of that for Mo. Cause it's like <laughs> Like you, you say, I'm a, people are like acting like they just. Oh yeah, I, I don't really think. So, I kind of understand what you mean, but if I think uh, back to when we were outside and doing the things, when I did enjoy that, it was just as phony. Niggas walking around with big ass clothes on and fake ass rag, big teams with, boat with no gangs. Yeah, nigga, all a whole lot of bullshit. Like yeah. niggas used to do the same thing. It just was a. Di- it's in a different manner. It's just more weird now. Mm-hmm. I think niggas used to We was talking about this Shout out to my guy Nikki Doucette We were talking about this Tuesday A little bit with the men and women thing But um, Damn I lost my thought Train of thought Ah oh, shit What was I finna say Huh Was y'all texting No I was talking to Nick When I did Dan in Sports on Tuesday I can't remember what I was just about to say About the clothes But oh Everybody wanted to pretend to be gangsters Back when we were coming up Like cause that's what the rappers were doing That was the Black male image yeah. Now everybody's just fucking weird It ain't really one particular image That yeah. niggas run with I would right. say uh, But getting back to that black men and women thing That you were talking about Nick is about your age or maybe, yeah. He may even be he, younger He's younger I think he's yeah, 30, he's 31 or 31 something like that. Yeah. So Nick is of the belief That now I know we've talked about black men and women A couple of weeks ago But it's a good precursor to It's ongoing Good yeah. startup to get us going He believes that the women of his generation and younger, he said it's over for them and black men. He think that the 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 water is too muddy, it's too much social media. That's what they grew up on because they thirty and under, and they just see so many bad perceptions of black men, and they're not meeting black men. So he think that they're gonna start marrying other men or just be single. But most likely with his generation, he said they're not gonna be single. He said that's my generation women, they'll just settle for nothing. Versus going to a white man or a other or something like that. He thinks that the women 30 and under that are black, that are not satisfied with black men, he thinks they just going to start going to other races. Yeah. But I, so? I mean, what's, I don't see nothing wrong with that, though. I didn't say anything was wrong. Oh, or I don't I'm see the. Pointing out the change. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Back that's in a, the that's day, a change. You're right. Yeah, you're right. That was a no go. Like, what? White. White man. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think so. I think. Uh, you think so too. Do you think that the perception of black men is that bad out there right now? Uh, it's. I mean, it, the perception. Yeah, sure. What do you think's doing it? 
media, social media. Algorithm. Lack of interaction. I think it's lack of interaction. Like lack one of the girls said this. And that clip that I sent you, that lady said it perfectly. She was like, I've never had a bad experience with a man, but I read so much shit on social media that ladies are saying about their bad experience with a cheating ass, nothing ass nigga, that I've processed that trauma as my own. Now versus going out and meeting the nigga, she looking at all the niggas like she's reading on social media. Wow. 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 Crazy, Crazy thing. And that that goes into the men to men relationship, the women to women relationships when you're trying to build with somebody with business or build with somebody mm. like okay this i can possibly make a friend here. i gotta be skeptical it's, yeah it's because it's like man he ran off on the plug he did you know now we're so it's yeah i i think I, I just think it's the algorithm bro i think it's uh negativity just goes further than positivity in the way this system set up now back in the day when it was word of mouth nah i, I don't feel like it's the same the fact that there's had exposure to have- you had to have more interaction with people back in the day yeah. like you had to it was only a certain extent of like texting and calling the motherfucker on the phone and twitter and all that shit and i know we sound old mm-hmm. but i'm still of the age where like you had to like get out around people if you wanted shit to happen you had to meet motherfuckers you had to mm-hmm. talk nigga. like you gotta be talk. able to communicate that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just sit over there in the corner of your phone and be like, oh, I'm going to make these plays happen. Like, nigga, yep. nigga would have laughed you off the block. Yeah. But that ain't this new generation, bro. They can make everything happen from their phone. And it's, yeah. it's robbing them of their social skills. Yeah, bro. It's This is why, I'm telling you, this is why the mental health cra- uh, buzzword and craze is so high, bro. I'm telling you. It's the, because it's this algorithm pushing people's thoughts to think that they have FOMO they think that they're left behind they see somebody else and they're being left behind I didn't watch this I didn't know this information let me go find out oh everybody's talking about this let me go see what let me find out oh this is what everybody's on well I guess I do kind of got a mental issue I guess I am a little sad too I guess I am a little it's that group thought thing and that's what I'm telling you bro it's not as many people with mental health issues as people pushing but they're buying into What's being constantly pushed of I'm missing out, I'm behind. Oh, I don't have enough money. Oh, I don't I don't have the bad shit. If I do this, I can if I if I don't take if I don't sleep at all, I can people are drinking this milk, dude. Like it's crazy. It's like y'all, if y'all just step away and say, nah, y'all talk up it's so weird to me because y'all talk about self-care, but y'all won't care for yourself to get offline. Like, what? How y'all care about yourself? Y'all won't even get offline. You're literally not look thinking about something. yourself. You're looking at everything else out there. I'm just saying. You'll miss something. People feel like if they're offline, they're gonna miss something. Yeah. That's and that 100%. that is so we're in that bubble of and I'm I'm getting off my soapbox. So we're in that bubble of the algorithm. The same ten thousand people know the same thing that's circuit circ, uh circuiting and being retweeted or reposted or reshared. And so we're in the loop of these ten thousand when we have way more going on in the world and now and that even if you ain't even if you ain't tapped into it a part of that ten thousand, somebody's gonna text it to you you're gonna be at work somebody <laughs> gonna pull up their yep. phone and shit hey did you see this yeah oh you heard about <laughs> you can't yeah. escape yeah you can't bro <laughs> it it's, ain't no getting away from it really. that sucks i want to get off social media so bad <laughs> what I, do you I'm, use the most ig I, yeah i just use ig facebook oh, I no facebook so i got my, my facebook got hacked so i never i never really? returned yep 
I lost all them good memories, good photos, everything. That's crazy. You strike me as a heavy Facebook person. I wouldn't. I was no back in the day. Yeah, when it first came out, but like I was all I've been off of it for a grip. Like I was. So IG the only thing that you use? That's the only thing I use. I use IG the least. Twitter's probably what I use the most. Twitter's yeah. the best. Right? See, I, I can't too. use. I wouldn't use Twitter because I don't care about what people think that much. So I, I don't care to see just floods of thought. I don't care. Like, so what, dude? Twitter probably start the a podcast. Ah, uh, what? I said Twitter probably the number one place for news now. Like you can search something quicker than you find it on Twitter than you can at Google. Wow. A motherfucker start talking about something that happened. You look, oh shit, this happened. Wow. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, that was what Revolt was, man. Okay. A social media experiment in 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 uh right there in your face that you got to <laughs> see in person. <laughs> uh but real shout out life. to Diddy. It's a real dope thing, man. I would love to be involved in it some type of way. Our guy was on the panel, uh, Darius Hicks, man. Shout out to him in the Wild Black Podcast. Yeah. Um they had a panel talking about podcasting one on one, so he did a good job. I caught a little bit of that. So mm. shout out to him. Yeah. Friend of the show. One of our best episodes. But that's what Revolt was. Absolutely, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, but that's what Revolt was. If I go back or when I go again, I just want to have a plan together. So either a plan to yeah. speak or a plan yeah. to drum up some interest in what I'm doing outside of just being there looking around. I'm, I'm, I don't really enjoy going places anywhere now looking around. Like you said, clubs. Like yeah. I ain't, I'm not. I'm not to a fanboy, bro. Like stand around, bro. I ain't trying to go nowhere and stand around and listen to no music. I, I, I made, tell you what I'll go to. I, I tell made, you what I'll go to. I'll go to. I go to a con. A like what? A, a con, like a soprano con, nineties uh, con. So I'm in that space now. In like yeah, Comic-Con I'm in that. Yeah, like that. I'm, I'm only the cons. I haven't got to do it yet, but I am here for it. I'm like, because I'm only interested in these people. I'm like, oh man, this is great. I'm not for all that other stuff you're talking. I'm just, I'm like, I'm not a fan. I just like, I'm not a fan. I'm, a, I feel like I'm a fan or a fanboy. Just, I don't know. Anyway, but I, would I you go it. to a Drake concert? He no. on tour now. Would you go to his concert? No. Why? That's one of your favorite artists. Yeah, it is. You're right. Nah, I just you don't go to a concert. It's, it's not into me. Like I don't. Is is it anybody that you would go see in concert? Um, I would probably go see some upcoming artist that's not a rapper in like some local small that can hold I don't know 150 people. Or so. I yeah. do. This, yeah, there I'm is old. no like I want to see like I love to see this album or artist and hear my songs. Like you ain't got that person. Uh, I went to like a big me, I went to a big crit concert and I was excited. I was like, man, I finally I'm going to a real concert. Like I'm in, I'm here. And when I got there, I mean right there, I'm like, he's right there. Like, you know what I mean? That's my guy. And I got there and I was just like I mean, this this it, bro. It's just loud speakers and just I mean it was a it was like an intimate setting and everything, but it wasn't like no live instrumentation. I'm like, and that's my guy. I was just like this is it I don't I'm not doing this no more I knew I said I'd rather go to Jazz Kitchen All the people that are From Indianapolis Y'all know what time it is I'd rather go to Jazz Kitchen bro These be local people That do different acts And play Man I don't care nothing about that bro All that you, Like who cares dude? You hate hype Hype That's what I That's yeah You hate hype uh, Okay What like, do you Even mean? though like Most stuff like Anything Pop culture Anything that a lot of people enjoy, I've noticed that you kind of turn your nose up to it. Hmm. Is you you like? Taking, correct me if I'm wrong. You like the person who discovers the artist early and you love them, 
I'm not that person. Yeah. I know who you go. Once everybody else find out, <laughs> I, I was man, that I was person. I was listening to that nigga in one, man. I don't yeah. even listen to it. I listen to his old stuff. Made it. <laughs> I was. That's like, how you come off early. That's early I, I mean, hear you. I get it though, because I'm like that with some stuff. Yeah, uh, but yeah that's. I, I feel like you like that sometimes. I am like that sometimes, but I don't think it's. I think I'm. I'm probably more like it now because I'm becoming a grumpy old man. Uh, mm. Because I think that once I start to peel back the pages or the layers of what the thing is, I'm like, it's not that dope to me. Not because my opinion's so high, but it's like, what are we really pushing? And mm. that I find myself we champion a lot of things that it's like, 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 I, and I'm giving an example because this is a conversation I've wanted to have. It's actually on our notes, but like, it's just I'm starting to get to a place where I'm not really into like the drug dealer stories and docs and shows and it's starting to really get played out for me because it i mean it's been done so many times but what's more played about it for me is just like all right it okay we we got to stop acting like it's half the story you know what i'm saying and i'm just getting to that place so a lot of stuff we champion like oh that's fire that, all that hype i'll say okay let me see what it is i've been bought in like there's been some moments i'm like all right, hey they right that that she got it but a lot of times I'm always let down because when I look at the core of what's what's championed, it's not that dope for I Give me think, feel like humanity. Give me an example. I want to find something that I don't have to argue here about. Offend nobody. <laughs> no, I don't oh, care about that. To, you don't want me to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I loved it in this hmm. trying to think music should i go music or television all right let's go to wire let's go there oh that's my a, god that's a good you could have did anything i don't want to argue but then you mentioned <laughs> the greatest team so. i play all right oh. let me let me think something else let me think no 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 that's good though okay you saying you don't enjoy that a- adam o'brien has a similar feeling to this so i've experienced this before and y'all got a similar like personality wow that's interesting you don't like the wire because you think it focuses on drug dealing no, 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 no. Like the, I don't like the wire because I I don't like going into that world. Mm, I think it's too like dark. It it's not it it's it's too real. <laughs> that's probably yeah. That's the good. That's the the best part about but, it. But but I it's but I don't watch like. I don't watch t I don't watch TV for that. I don't think I ever did actually. Now that I look back as a kid, I said I don't think I ever was watching it to, to do see. that to like feel you like watching TV to see what you can see outside. Yeah, I think The Wire is a necessary watch to be exposed to what you've never seen because you'll never see that life to understand. So it's a one time through, I feel like, me personally, to get I need I needed to see all that and I'm glad I did. Cause I'm like, wow, that's gritty. That's but it's not a rewatch thing because I don't want to re live in that world, re go through it. So it's like I love that world. See, that's I don't my favorite TV don't. world. Not in real life, but this man. I know, but TV? that's what I said. That's not the TV. Yeah. Because there's what is the hope in it? What's the hope? That's that's what I love about it. It's just there's like no in real life. Sometimes no it ain't hope. no goddamn hope, man. You just out here trying why, to figure well, it why, out. Why, why, myself, well, why am I? Then, but why would I put myself through suffering just to say, oh, there's no hope? Can't avoid it. I think that's what the wire is about. The wire is about like a corrupt system and how deep the corrupt systems go like it ain't it ain't just the nigga that's selling dope on the corner that's corrupt it's the nigga in school the newspaper it's the police it's the detective it's the lawyer it's the da it's the fucking councilman it's Mm -hmm. the uh senator it's the judge everybody affected by this shit 
that's what I like about it is how it shows how it shit touches everything. It ain't just about, and I ain't talking to you when I say this, but it ain't just about selling drugs. It's about like how corrupt the system is or mm-hmm. how people deal with that lack of hope that you're talking about. Yeah. Like, I love seeing, like, for you, on the opposite end of what you said, what I do enjoy the most, what I'm always like when I ask you about concerts, I always enjoy people that do shit well. I, I'm fascinated by motherfuckers that like, can get in a bag like i went to the push a t-shirt mm-hmm. that nigga was in his bag i i thoroughly enjoyed that i enjoyed the people around still was doing the same thing judging motherfuckers for what they had mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. but when he came out and he did he got in his bag and like left came back got in his bag like all oh, y'all niggas thought it was sweet i got even more hits coming or even like you were saying if, if i go to a strip club and it's a stripper that's like in her bag like damn like I appreciate motherfuckers that do shit well and take stuff serious, mm-hmm. where you know they've been practicing on it. You like I enjoy watching shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I would always go to a concert where I, I would go to a Drake concert because I think he enjoys what he do. I think he he does a good job. And I'm not paying four or five hundred dollars to go no, see Drake. Uh, Are you paying for anybody? You know <laughs> like at this age, like mm-hmm. four or five hundred dollars for a the concert? tickets was three hundred. He was just in Nashville. The tickets was three hundred for the nosebleeds. <laughs> oh my. But uh, you're, nah, you're rapping on speakers, like I'm not. I don't. But you putting the whole show on it, man. Like he probably up and read. Your boy probably up and reading poems. See, you know, you, it, bringing his son out and shit. Oh uh, yeah, no, got the whole stage. Like he probably that would be great. But here's what I think: why it's like because my experience with music, I think the concert is supposed to serve this like outer body experience of. Okay, I can't just bump my CD at the crib or bump my MP3, YouTube, whatever file you're playing music off of. I'm I get to be there and be hyped with the rest of the people. Get and to now, experience it with people. Which experience it with people. So when I got to yeah. do that with one of my favorite artists ever, it was just like still didn't hit like you thought it. Was. Nah, I just realized it was like. I mean, I remember when Twister came to our college. I was like, man, this is. I mean, at the that, that it's a small town, so I'm like, yo, that's Twister. I rock with him. He got a couple joints I really like. He came and he had his boys with him. They was on the stage at the at the little party spot that we have. And it was just like like it was just cool, like rapping over speakers. Like But see, yeah, you gotta be like it's just not, I see what you're saying, but it, I think bro, I'm too I'm, much of I'm, an I'm artist thinking, at heart. Like, ah, it's the rapper coming out of you. It's it's the, the artist coming out because I'm like more than like rapper. I can't help it. It's like it's just and I've rapped, I've I've rapped on stage too over speakers, so I, I get it. Oh, we know, bro. You, we know. you rapping all the way up, like yeah. Oh, we know. Ha 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 ha. That's funny. <laughs> we know, bro. No but man, I'm like just, I, yeah, I, don't I enjoy like again, like people that fucking love what they do or the nostalgia of it. Like one of the best concerts that I've ever went to in my life was uh, Jeezy Thug Motivation. He did an anniversary show. That album. shit was fucking amazing, That's nigga. Just because of the nostalgia that came with it. Like, I don't even really remember what that nigga was doing on stage. Mm-hmm. But when them songs dropped mm-hmm. and everybody in there was word for word with the I'm the realest nigga in it. Y'all, weed smoke was in the air. Like, it, it, it was going down. Like, that was a hell of a thing to see and an experience to have. But that's what I appreciate from it. Either the nostalgia or somebody just great, good at what they do. I could watch that. But I'm just going to be cool, going to hang out, going to look at other people. Like, I, I don't want nothing to do with any of that. Well, okay. Well, then I, I get that. that so it, ser- it serves differently, differently for both of us. I, I'm not. 
I think I will be more open to a live podcast. Um, depending on the body count, you know, I'm not going to be in some big giant stadium looking at you from the monitors. Like, I'm not going to do that. But like, if it's a dope podcast and like, yo, we doing pop ups, whatever, like type deal, and I rock with you, and I, I got the money, whatever, I may do something like that. I'm big on I'm big into intimacy when it comes to live things. Um, speakers take me out of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, but mm. yeah, it just takes me out of it. It just feel like you you don't have enough money to bring up a, a band to do this. I just don't I don't get it. Anyways, but mm. but do, do you not feel that way though? Like maybe the drug doesn't think not your thing, but do you feel like anything where it's like I used to be into this, but because I'm older now, I just don't feel the same about these things, this content, this type of, you know, music, this type of show, these type of things that are presented. I just don't feel the same way where I stand in the core. And I don't know because I know I could get on my soapbox. You know what I'm saying? But I just, I just wonder that because I'm at that age where like, shouts out to Jeff, but I'm watching Power, right? Like, Oh my God. Why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's the the power with man. Don't you watch one of the powers? You always do that. I watch Raising Canaan. You're right. That is that is yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. That's a power. That's, that's the, the best one. It is yeah, the best one. The best you, one. That you that yeah. you right. That's the best one. But there's the one with Tommy, and I find myself. It's like it's really grew. It's really gritty and gruesome on like the killing now. It's like I, I'm uncomfortable now. I'm like man, we, I shouldn't be. <laughs> Like seriously, and I'm not even trying to be all extra soft, but it's like I shouldn't be processing this man slit this man neck and he's stabbing his eyeballs and his and you're, they're showing the blood fall from his face. No cutaways. I'm like, bro, I sh- we shouldn't be processing this. This is not normal, dude. Like I started to realize, I was like, man, I can't. I I, I don't. I was like, bro, I don't know if I can keep rocking because this is becoming. They're getting too gruesome with the kills because that's where they now line up the creativity to set themselves apart from other television shows. And I just like, man, I don't think that's necessary. But that's where we at, man. I just it's music for me. That's music. Like the music, most of some of the music that I used to enjoy or even well, not even that I used to enjoy because I still listen to those, like I said, for nostalgic reasons. But what's specific about the music? Like what specifically about it? I don't I don't believe it. I don't agree with it anymore i don't i i wow. just there, there are a lot of things anyway i'm like talking about the op music fresh all the op music even more so like this ratchet. is gonna sound crazy i appreciate ratchet shit though i still like ratchet shit i came across a ratchet rap the other day that i enjoyed from memphis i can't think of the nigga name now uh but yeah i still enjoy ratchet rap but it's just like even with the ladies now like the perception of what you have to be to be a successful lady rapper now like yeah. that's i'm like you with the power yeah. so i'm like bro that's a little too much bro like yeah it's a lot you got the slut me out songs Man, and booty bro. hole brown and i'm like bro, bro like the they talking like us <laughs> like, all of this shit they're talking they like, talking worse than us they, nigga they, like they, i would hear some shit they saying i'm like god this is woman's, my woman's pearls and i'll be rap. like jesus christ worse than the Hey, nigga, nah, I couldn't I'm, imagine if I had daughters like you or, or some yeah, of my friends. Like, yeah. bro, like, I don't, how how y'all gonna deal with it? Yeah, bro, this is only gonna get worse. Like, are you gonna let your daughter listen to to rap and shit? She, she she don't now. Like, I mean, how old is she now? Nine, nine. Yeah, Do you I think mean, she sometimes know who sexy red is. I'm, she may have heard her, some of her stuff. I mean, they ride the school bus, so they probably play whatever station. Oh, man. So, 
I'm okay with that. I told you. I, you I, okay I, with her listening to Sexy no, Red? I'm okay with not being able to control everything of her life in regards to she's exposed to things. I so need what her when your nine-year-old daughter come in the same and ski. Would you be upset? I'm gonna have, a, gonna have a conversation. Yeah. Like if you're singing it and you're going into the lyrics or whatever, like I, t- I already, I think I spoke about it before. Like playing a song that me and my, her, my her mom, my wife, we like. But then there's lyrics. She, she, it's a great tune. And then she's kind of singing some of the parts, and I'm kind of like driving. I'm like, I don't like this. This is not. Cool. I, it's like a neo song, but he's kind of he ain't going crazy on the dirty, but he's talking but about like let's have it. drinks, let's have a little smoke, let's whatever. And I'm like, it's a vibe to it. And I'm like, kind of trying to see if she's saying the lyric. I'm like, I probably gotta, I turn that joint off. I, I, because even if you're not saying it, you're kind of going with the flow of it, and I ain't feeling it. So (laughs) it's definitely like. So if she came in the door, when you see me, yeah, you wanna know what's up, ski. (laughs) If she did daddy, she said, daddy, when you see me, yeah, you wanna know what's up, ski. Like, what was you? I I would be like, shut up. <laughs> nah, I, I mean, oh. I, I have a conversation again. I, I don't want her to. I want to make sure she understands what's going on. But you don't get that in this house. You know, this is this. Mm. You don't get that from this village, and that means mm. me and her mom. So where did all, it come from? Yeah. Well, it. it it's well, better yet, a, why did you think you could bring it here? Yeah. Well, not even that. It's more so. Let me explain why we you're not getting it from here. So when mm. you go out there, and if you feel like you still want to do that, you understand what's going on here, though. Because I yeah, can't. We did talk about this with the teacher. Yeah, was doing it with the class. Huh? Yeah. yeah, but I do want to reveal before we keep moving here. Uh, we are having a boy. Oh, congratulations, brother! Yes, sir, Get you a little more. Woo, boy! Mo three. You gonna call him Mo three? No, little Mo three. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, he will be Mo four. Actually, I thought you was junior. I'm third. You the third. Oh, the third. Yeah. remember I told you the H three thing in college. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So he and gonna he, be the fourth. Nah, he ain't be the fourth. I gotta. You gonna I'm, keep I'm, it going? Nah. I, and when I was younger, I was, um, but all of the why things. Why you gonna keep it going? Because this is deep for the. Some people may know, but like for me, it's like I'm the trilogy. I look at. I look at like I'm the trilogy. I'm the third. I look at where my granddaddy where things went with his life. I look at my dad's life, and I look at my life and some of the things I've done, and I'm like, I gotta conclude the Maurice saga I know some people might think that's corny or whatever they want to think but for me I'm like no I got to conclude this I'm somewhere in the middle between my dad and my grandpa and so I got to conclude this This, I want to give him a fresh start he's got my blood but he's going to get his own name and take it from there so he'll have a Z name just like his sister interesting yeah I think I'm, I don't have kids so I ain't got no say one way or another Thank yeah, you but, but you, but you, you, going, you think man. you're definitely going with the junior? Uh, I'm not mad at. It. I had moments I was thinking about the switch, but I was like, nah. I, I kind of go back to that that core for me. It's I know my, my life. Full, yeah, my full name crazy. I don't think. I don't think that the, the mom <laughs> of my child is, is gonna go. It's crazy. Mama, I don't think the mom of my child, if I have one, is gonna go for the, the hey, send us send us your whole name with the group. Luke I don't even know your full full name. Like send me send me the government. It send me send the government in the text. I I I'll send it to you, but yeah, it's All crazy. Right, it is crazy. Oh does it got Quan in it? You know it does. Oh, okay. So I was just thinking about the car yeah, black last week, the Quan. Yeah, 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 yeah the Quan, yeah. Facts. Um yeah, so we we are very excited. We're blessed, thank God. Um, 
I'm so yeah, glad. It was really a, a, it was a relief because I was like, man. I mean, if we had a girl, it was gonna be what it was gonna be. Like I wasn't about to. You didn't want to be in a house with three women though. No, that's not how I wanted it. I <laughs> definitely wanted the boy, you know. But needed a little soldier on your I side. I need that. Man. I need some testosterone. Back. I'm, I'm always in my sensitive bag till we come and record. Yeah. When I get to record yeah. with you, I get to get that off. When I get to yeah. when Rich here, I get to get that off. That super masculine. That stuff yeah. is huge. Like I need to be amongst men. Well, even if it's in this capacity, like yo, just be full blown, hundred percent man zone. No, that's system. something that we don't yeah. acknowledge, man. That's a good thing yeah. to stumble upon right there. Like a lot of times, men just need to be out and be men. Bro, like, niggas get habitat. Niggas get caught up just going to the house and going mm -hmm. to work and being with that girl all the time. Like sometimes you just need like a release. And I ain't talking about like going to fuck other bitches. And I'm talking about like going somewhere where you could just be a man amongst men. Like nigga, we jabbing each other as far as you know jokes and shit like that just having fun and saying what you want to say yeah yeah you definitely need that sometimes that's huge um well i guess we we prolonged it enough you think you think we should get into it yeah let's yeah. get into it or man. do you want to talk about talk about the weight thing we'll save it for next week yeah we save it for next week okay i, 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 got, I got a lot of journey <laughs> All right, well, you better start about next week, brother, because I'm checking in on you. I'm holding you accountable. I need to, man. I need hold to. me accountable too, because I yeah. But um, so this week, man, we talking about protest, uh, and involvement. I think this is going to be one of them conversations that you and Rich love, the disagreements. Uh oh. <laughs> Let's get into it, man. The protesting. Right. So pro <laughs> Mo took a deep breath. I don't know. I I, I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna disagree on this. This Maybe. is. Let's see. Let's uh, get into it. What spawned this subject uh, for me was uh, I've been in my outcast bag real heavy here lately. I don't know why, and I'm in that classic just th keep playing the same thing. You know what I mean? I'm in that that zone, and I, I talked about it off air with Spike about Aquimini versus um, ATLians. I'm not gonna bore y'all anymore about our music talk, which I can go check out on deck every Wednesdays with Spike and. Uh, animal brown but what spawned this thought was it, it i was thinking about some things and I, big boy has this lyric and this will kind of spawned it it's on millennium and he says this right at the end of the verse it's such a powerful thing bro i, I was like going crazy in the car he says now or never let's stick together and overcome but they don't feel like marching because their shoes is overrun ain't that a ain't bro that a bitch bro I'm going to say that again. Now or never, let's stick together and overcome. But they don't feel like marching because their shoes is overrun. Mm. That hit me to the soul. No pun intended. Just how fast he painted a picture from what works, what is the right thing, what we need to do. But the, what causes us not to do that, which brought me to protest. And I realized this is huge in our community and things are happening all the time but there seems to be let me speak for myself it's a disconnection for me bro a disconnection um, from protesting yeah in what yeah. sense in the sense that it's like <laughs> it's for us but I look at it like it's them which is not good tell me more because we have this thing when that you say that we, you mean for them you mean for the people that you're protesting against that no for the people that are protesting right so let's just use blacks we just don't use that that's the the caveat here look we just use blacks 
whatever it may be. Like it could be writers get whatever whatever it is. It's like I understand why they do it, but why don't I why am I not moved to say I need to go downtown and stand up for this? Why am I not ever moved with Black Lives Matter? Why am I not moved? It's so many times, bro. I almost quite like what's wrong with me? Cuz it's like maybe I'm missing something and I felt like this is a conversation that needs to be had. Um have so, you ever protested before? Oh, go ahead. Go where you was going. Go. go where you was going. No. That's your question. No. Um, I get into that. I just want to ask you, though, when you say yeah. wasn't moved. So when you think about Mike Brown or Trayvon Martin or any of those people or, or George Floyd, when that happened and you saw the people on TV protesting, are you saying that that didn't move you? Are you saying that I can see why they would do it, but I wouldn't do it? Like, what do you mean when you say it just doesn't do anything for you? Where it's like, it's like you just, it moves me in my spirit. It moves me in my emotion. So it's not that I feel something every time. I'm going to make myself This episode I'm going to probably Make myself look really bad So I'm just going to Go and get prepared Mm. Um, I can't wait for the text From Rich tomorrow Yeah (laughs) (laughs) But I know I'm not alone In this though That's what I do know But it's like I'm 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 too busy Thinking about Will this Work Will this affect change? Even though we got history that has shown that it can and, and it it will at some point, but I'm always caught in that part of it. What what difference does it make if my one body doesn't show up? So I'm never it never moves me to the core of getting involved in that way. But then I'm like, well, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll fund, maybe I do this, then I don't get around to doing that either. Would you so, donate money? Would I it's hard. I tell you everything. When I'm just oh well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm more. I'll be more willing. Let's say everything was good in your life, and you was like, I should, I can, I can give a couple of dollars to it, but I ain't going outside and protesting. I'll give dollars to it. Okay, but again, uh, I don't uh, know where things are going when it when I'm funding. It. Well, I mean, wouldn't that make you feel better though? Just long know that you did something, or the fact that I don't know where it's going. Like if I give a thousand dollars to Black Lives Matters and then. Two years later, I hear that they got five houses worth six million dollars. Like, would you be mad about that? I would be more mad. Money to- I would, yeah, I would, yeah, I would be more mad to like really? start getting like interviews of people saying we never seen anything, we never got any of that. Like, I would probably be mad in that regard. Like huh. that word, it would because it's like, dang, you know, because I, I this protest is a selfless thing. If we put ourselves in a space and say I'm just gonna fund something. Just to make me feel better, we already on the wrong track. But ain't that what you're doing when you're protesting, though? Ain't they just going out there to make themselves feel better? I think some people, scene. but I, I think I think some people are like that, but I think majority not. I do because. Well, okay, go ahead. You were right. I thought that we would agree, disagree with this, but I'm I'm swimming in the same boat with you. But I even take it a little further. It's it's a a ruse. Like I feel like that it's almost a waste of time for people to be out protesting without some sort of action with it. Like marching up and down the street ain't gonna get you shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you can have all the signs you want. You can do all of that shit. And when you say we saw it be effective in the past, it was because they did other stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Like the reason that the protest in Montgomery worked, or the reason that the protest in Memphis worked with the sanitation workers right before Martin Luther King was killed is because they stopped doing stuff. People aren't committed enough nowadays to stop doing stuff, to stop spending their money, to stop riding the bus, to stop shopping at the store. Like you can't even get niggas to commit on our man Gucci put out some racist. Well, shit, I like it. It didn't offend me. I'm gonna wear it anyway. Mm. H&M put out a racist t-shirt. Oh, okay, cool. Shit, they t-shirts $10, man. I'm going over there to get it. I don't really care what they say. Like you can't even get people to commit on a universal enough basis to where it would be effective if they stopped doing stuff. So how would the protesting make any difference? Like it's how I look at it. Now I would love an activist or somebody who thinks differently from you and I to come talk about it. But yeah, I, I wouldn't because I feel like this is almost a waste of time, especially in today's society. Would like you a lot of that those shit things is though, the Gucci stuff or the like the stuff that doesn't. Would require, I protest it? Like yeah, like the things it's like the, the the protest of non-support. Are you are you in that space? I think that's more effective than going out in the streets and holding signs and lighting shit on okay. fire. Okay. Um, but yeah, even in the sense of. I so what I feel like the most effective way would be and we can start there and kind of work backwards like what people should understand is other nationalities societies they have injustices too right but to deal with injustices in most societies and culture they have representatives at high enough levels to take their thought process to take their problems to where things can change about whether it's a senator whether it's a councilman whether it's a mayor a law or, or whatever it may be if you can pool your thinking with people that are also willing to put up money to affect change, then you can elect people to start getting things done that you need to be done. You can start and shout out to Big Jeff. He gonna listen to this. He probably gonna be smiling ear to ear because we all he always talking about vote local. He and I always go back and forth about this. But before you protesting and you're doing all these things in the streets, if you know who your councilman is, you know who the people, the legislators are, the people who can change the laws and really make change. And could really be a representative of you and you can donate to their campaign you can make them more powerful because they have more money you can hold them accountable because they're taking your money and saying what you want to be said in the rooms that they need to be said in. like all of this shit that's happening outside on the streets like that's just an inconvenience for people you don't hit a motherfucker until you can start affecting their pockets until you can start affecting policy like you have to get your word heard and that don't happen with a nigga holding the sign up on channel two. Yes, it's gonna be inconvenient for a couple of days. Motherfuckers may not make the work on time. People are gonna get hurt, buildings are gonna get burnt down. But at the end of the day, did it affect change? Like we've seen all of these marches and things for when George Floyd died for police this and defund the police. Like, how much have you heard about that since then? I ain't no police force shit changed since the dude got choked with the cigarette up in New York. Or since George Floyd, like we've seen that shit, like right there in our eyes with motherfuckers getting killed by the police and policies that should be banded, but nothing happened other than niggas protesting for a month, max, no policy was changed. Like, yeah, the people that did it were locked up, but it doesn't prevent other people from doing it because no policies were changed. There was no real change put into effect. Real change goes into effect when people pull their money together, they like minded. So what they want said, they can get a mouthpiece to say it in front of the people that can change and do things. 
but we don't take enough time to do that in our community we'll take enough time as black people to like okay who do i need to be talking to whose campaign do i need to be funding like who needs to be in my corner or on my side for us to make shit happen it ain't all about just running to the streets but that's the propaganda that they would sell to you based off like you said we've seen it be effective in the past you see all the pictures of the shit in the 60s and the dogs and motherfuckers getting sprayed with the water hoses but that ain't how they affect the change they were in the legislative rooms like they had voices in there Martin Luther King was at the White House I don't know if none of them Black Lives Matters motherfuckers went to the White House or had conversations that needed to be had they may have I ain't saying they didn't but I'm just I didn't see it the way the change happens is that way not stomping up and down the street yeah it's um I'm trying to as you were talking Spike I'm, I'm trying to figure out it's we know I, I, I don't have to it's a side tangent to talk about the why we can't unify on anything right or not enough but it's so challenging to me where you talk about a Gucci. Okay. Uh, we talk about things we've seen. I forgot the other Balenciaga, the rumors with yep. that. Yep. We see these things. Mm-hmm. It may even have evidences. And so it's. And you talk about hype. Me with hype problems with hype. Right. Huh. So this is something that'll make it to my front porch. And I'll see something like that. The rumors that are being spread and then some things coming out and then the statements being said to try to say, no, that's not. And then after that, it's like people will just rebel just to rebel when it's it's clear as day. This is not the time for us rather agree or disagree. I think the problem is people don't care about labeling what's right and wrong anymore. And so that's where I feel like the division is just going to continue to keep spreading more and more in our community and in this world, really, because it's we, we look at things we just say oh it ain't right it's wrong it's not this is right and this is wrong well, this, well this, because of these things it's not we do this all the time like you you people literally put out a Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix show and and that should have been an easy now nah, we not watching that we know what that means in our community but that's again somebody steps out and speaks and says oh well it's entertainment. It's there. It was new. I, I made them trailers, man. It really looked good. I ain't gonna lie. I'm a... It's like, dang, bro. Do we 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 can't we ain't gonna stand on nothing. It's it's just we can't even get to the big moves because we won't stick together on the small ones. That is a small thing. That's how inconvenient is that for you to not watch something, to not purchase something. We're not threatened by dogs and water hoses. But instead, we're still divisive. And it's such a sad thing to me that we can't get on the same page with small things like this. Well, I don't, I don't know, man. You, you brought up a really good point. And I'm going to reference something that I heard. You tell me what you think about it. You said we don't know the differences between right and wrongs nowadays, right? The lines have become so blurred yep. and people making up their own mm-hmm. scenarios and just, well, I feel this way. So it's right. And just totally mm-hmm. disregarding fact. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a historian speak on a podcast and he talked about the fall of the Roman Empire, like one of the other than oh, America, probably the most powerful. Yeah. 
You know what I'm trying to say? Now nah, there have been a bunch of memes about this, and there was definitely some oh. Bruno memes. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But he was talking about the the fall of the Roman Empire. He said their society started to deteriorate when they stopped making or let people make the distinction between man and woman. So, meaning that, that you could be born a man and be like, well, I'm a woman. See the correlation to the day? Mm-hmm. You could be born a woman and be like, oh, I'm a man. Mm-hmm. One of the most cut and dry things that you would think that we would have as human beings because we had, like, it's right there, bro. You got a dick. You're a man. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry how you feel or whatever you feel about it, but like, the, the, every fact Genetics. of right. the matter that the yeah. science says this. And I'm not, I don't even say that, but I know where you're going. We, you know yeah. what I mean. We're just talking science. Yeah, exactly. We're just talking science. Like, I'm not, I ain't discounting anybody's feelings. I'm just talking about what we've learned since day one, what's been taught to us. Paperwork. So, his thought process is, and he said this, the fall of the empire begins there because once you start to question something, that matter of fact, then oh, everything yeah. comes into question. Yeah. Now, anybody can be right. Yeah. Now you can say the most wild shit and consider it right because hey, right over here, you got this that we've thought forever and ever was this thing, but now they're telling me it's this thing just because they feel a different way. Fuck the science, fuck the facts, fuck everything we know beyond that. They feel this way, so we have to classify considering that or we're being rude. Mm. So once that starts to bleed over into your society, now we can lie about anything. Now everything is cut and dry. That that main thing right there where you looking at it like well shit I, I thought I knew now you don't know because they feel this way so you gotta address them different so it's feelings and over it just facts. bleeds it bleeds over exactly it bleeds over into everything and before you know it you can't have a conducive society because you're not agreeing on everything and you're arguing about everything because everybody got an opinion everybody wants to skew away from facts well I feel this way don't matter how you feel like this is the fact this is the fact of the matter yeah well but I, I think this is right and that's what we running into today everybody think they can be right like, do you think that that has some merit it, ha- it, it is the merit that's the merit if we're talking about genetics mm-hmm. literally coming into this world and mm-hmm. questioning that then what what else do you have after that? You know what I mean? You so I can question anything. Anything. I can question so, anything. What so what here's the scary part, bro. The scary part of this all is because of the division line growing more and more because it's feelings over facts now. Eventually there won't be no protest for feelings anything. Over facts. That might be the name. Well, you going to protest about everything. Or you're gonna have protests or, about or, everything. Yeah, you're right. So it, it there's no so you're gonna have protests where everybody's arguing, fussing, and violent about things because mm-hmm. this is what they feel, don't care about the facts, and gonna no argue with, how, yep. or things are gonna happen so much, the crime and the things I feel is gonna happen that like, oh well, well he deserved it. Well, he shouldn't have, well, she shouldn't have, well, this and that's gonna be the reoccurring thing. And that's that's the thing. So it's like even now trying to get in the space where I say okay I want to make an impact and that's what I'm hoping man I hope man those that are listening like I, this really moves me my heart is I really hope this show is not just a show that is we're just talking like the rest of these podcasts like 
I don't want this to be that. I want this to be. I mean, be you've heard that. people say they put it into effect. Okay, but right. I, I just for those example, that are new, you still got the example. Okay, gotcha. somebody that's new, they just came across, they like the cover, they heard somebody, whatever. Like, I don't want this show to be that. I think Wash said it. He said this is revolutionary. When he was on here, he said, "I feel like it's revolutionary." Most of the feedback that we get is like that, and like you said, that's why I wanted to correct you because even if it's not millions of people, like yeah. you're saying, every that was part of the like I was just telling you that, that Dro text me. He was like, "Bro, everybody that I've recommended this to, I took their phone and I, I let them have it. Like, it sparked conversations in them or thought processes. I'm like, damn, well, they talking about that. I've been thinking about. It. I never really heard it put into action. It's making you think at least. See, we see it with Rich all the time. Rich yeah. gave the whole story. Yeah, like, bro. If I hadn't been listening to y'all podcast, I wouldn't have never done that. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. what it's for. So, yeah, I just. I don't know, and I may, maybe I'm alone in this or, or or whatever. But it's like before doing this show, and maybe you feel this way, maybe you don't. Mm. I felt like I'm not doing anything to really help. I mean, sure, I'm help trying to be a, our community. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm being only. Here's how I looked at it. I said, well, I'm going to be the best representation of a black man everywhere I go at the store. Use my manners, uh, you know use my proper english like you know carry myself a certain way groom myself it's just trying to really which is not that deep but for me it is because i look at every encounter i have i'm representing us but outside of that before this show it's like man what am i even what am i doing for us at all i i I, i'm going to church and i and i when i am able to preach a message it's like I, I love that because I know what it can do for people, where it can impact people. But even after that, I'm still like, man, what am I doing for our people? And again, I'm not looking for millions, but what am I doing to affect something positive? And for a long time, bro, before the show, I didn't feel like I was doing anything. Involvement, we talking about protests, we're talking about. I just would see it. We would have discussions amongst family, amongst close people. Maybe even spark some thought, but I didn't feel like I was doing anything, bro. And so it always hurt me to see those images on TV of these people that they didn't, they wasn't not, not, I mean, the innocent people that wasn't necessarily doing anything. And it's like, bro, that could have been me just not doing anything and something's still happening. So I don't know. It put me in this weird space for a long time. And now I'm at that place. I'm not saying I'm the super rebel, but what we're doing now, it helps me to not be discouraged about stats not be discouraged about success level but be encouraged about the uh the messaging the mission now what is this when people come to another week in the books the bookstore the bookshop whatever book club they are in a place of release in some form bro there is a freedom here Wow, I think I'm discovering something in real time. So, would you say not doing anything? Wow. What are you saying you're discovering in real time? Freedom. Just this or what we do? Okay. Just, just right there, and it, like you know, how you saying something in real time, and you, it, it hits you. It, it hits you, you right as you're saying it. It just, 
which our pastors call it the word is that is that the Holy Ghost? The spirit hits you, yeah. The spirit hits you, yeah. The spirit, yeah. The Lord told me, yeah, man. Uh, um, yeah, man. I, it, question I would ask you is, yeah, what is it that you feel like you should be doing? Like even uh, before yeah. this show, or when you're saying you were feeling mm-hmm. unfulfilled, like you weren't doing enough. Was there a thought process in your head of thinking, man, I should, I should, I should run for office, a councilman on my city, or I should be on the neighborhood watch, or I should like, was there something that you felt like that you should be doing, bro? Be honest, just in the past few years, bro, I, I realized I didn't, I didn't even love myself, dude. Mm. I didn't even know I didn't love myself until I realized how I was loving my wife. And so when I finally got to a place where I said, this is why I can't, I haven't been able to love you the way you need me to, because I didn't love myself and I didn't realize it. I'm like, look at what I'm doing. You're drunk all the time. You're this all the time. You're that. Look at what you're doing to yourself. Is that love for yourself? And so I realized. How did you come to that? How did you, how did you come to the realization of that? Because the things my wife were asking, it felt so distant. It felt distant. I like I, I don't know how to do that. I don't think that I can do that. And I'm like, why can't I? Did I not see that growing up? And then it brought me to the conclusion. I, one day it hit me and I was in tears. I said, wow, I, I don't think I love myself. I bend over backwards for so many people, pause, because of I'm I, here, here, here for all these people. And I never stopped to think any time about myself. And this is before the, the craze we self-care, self-love craze. And I realized that, bro, I'm not look at what I'm doing to myself and so when I finally got past that and was able to do it I mean of course my love grew for her my love grew for myself now I got to figure out okay because when I didn't love myself I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to be doing for the community because I didn't think I had nothing to offer every time I'm having conversations with her I don't feel I don't feel equivalent when I'm going amongst these family, I don't feel I don't feel uh, worthy or equivalent. When I'm at the church, I don't feel like y'all. I'm a, I, I never fit in anywhere. That's how I always felt. Why? I don't know. I don't know, bro. And that's another conversation. And I still feel that way to some extent. Uh, but so I didn't never think I had nothing to offer. I didn't know what I could offer. To I knew I wanted to do something. I knew I felt like I, I got positivity in my heart and soul that I mean well with people. I'm not looking for the drama. I'm looking for the love. Diffusing in some kind of way But I didn't know what I had to offer bro So I never took that thought at the time What can I do what should I be doing Until we did this And then when we started getting this feedback It started showing me this is it This is mm. this is the calling This mm. is this is it right here This is what I'm supposed to be doing now Like Creating an atmosphere That encourages people To move this is a move. This is a movement. Be we an atmosphere. You create an atmosphere for people to be better. For people to be better. Me. Yeah. Me to you. You to me. You to me. Yeah. The other people that, that reach out and said that. I'm interested in, in what you're saying because it, it, it's really eye opening to hear you say that because I, I I've definitely had similar feelings. Um. But I'm able to wear it in the sense of I'm disinterested or or like <laughs> we were talking in the text earlier, Lou not going for that like I was telling y'all about like 
there's this persona that I would try to have out about me as to why I don't have to be like you're saying engaged. But I, I too felt like that for a long time. Which part? still do the whole thing. I, I really? can relate to all of it. Absolutely. Like even I'm, I'm, I'm still surprised when people, even the feedback that we get, it fuels oh, me. Oh yeah, every time. Because I'm, I'm still surprised that people even ask me for help and shit. Like when Derb was telling me, like, bro, I want you to executive. Like I don't even. A lot of times I'm not even looking at myself like that, like or, or how other people would like you would, how someone would it would uh describe me. I mean, he did this, that, and the third. Like, I wouldn't even probably look at myself like that. And that comes from a long time of, like, what you saying? Like, just not feeling like, wow, like, what I got to offer, bro? Like, who the fuck am I? Like, you you really felt that, that way me. as a... Absolutely, nigga. Like, wow. still sometimes to this day. Like, it ain't even... It's a, 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 a back and forth with me. Like, sometimes you just get in a rut. Yeah. Yeah, like, bro. Like I ain't, I ain't feeling this job. I'm not feeling these people. I feel like I've been in the same place for like just too long. Yeah. Like I still go through that to this day. Wow. Like to this day, it it still surprises me when a motherfucker be like, like for instance, like a motherfucker looking say, oh man, you got everything figured out. You got shit put together. You got this, that, and the third. Your confidence is through the roof. But. I one million percent will go home like what you saying and feel the same way. Like, bro, what? Who the fuck am I? Wow. Like, why would they even consider me for wanting to do that? Wow. You know what I'm I saying? I would have never thought you felt that way. Only reason is because you know you the, the, you grew up an only child and you know you had the gear, you had the friends, and you say you y'all was like moving and people's kind of following you. So you you around the guys, and I imagine having the crew, having the guys, it, it builds a certain confidence level. Being on football team, just kind of having that but you're saying internally though you was with them you had still had them internal thoughts even being amongst the homies absolutely amongst the homie Th see then and that's a great point that was just a part of what we did like this is that's what we knew based off the music no real father figures around like seeing shit on tv seeing shit in movies and just trying to apply that to our life mm -hmm. all right this is the way niggas on tv get money and get bitches and be fly like so we're gonna do the same things nigga we're gonna go wear gucci nigga we're gonna have koozie sweaters we're gonna have these fake diamond watches and gold yeah. teeth like we're gonna do all of that yeah it was never a thought process of like what what am i doing it was just doing it yeah just do it but then you get older like you said and and now you get older you want to contribute more you just want to have more of a presence you want to do these things and you look at me like well how how do I do that? Like me and Dro used to have conversations all the time about just how far behind we felt because we spent so much time wasted, worried about shoes and clothes and cars and yeah. girls and drugs and movies and popularity and sports. When really we should have been thinking about like what you said and those thoughts didn't hit till you much yeah. later. Now yeah. you're in positions where like a lot of us, yeah. By the time that those thoughts started to hit, a lot of people that I came up with, like now niggas got cases. Now niggas got felonies. Niggas is in jail. Yeah. Niggas got three, four kids. So now I can't even operate wow. in a sense of, oh, I need to, I want to do this for my community. Now I'm just trying to survive. Man. Right. And like you said, when you come out on the other end of that, like I said, I still deal with that, what you're saying yeah. to this day. Yeah. When you come out on the other end, though, and you wear it well, though, like you can, you don't yeah. let it yeah. bring you down. Like I I wear it well, like a nigga would never. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. See me walk outside and be like, that nigga look defeated, man. God oh, man. damn, bro, you all right? <laughs> yeah. Like you ain't it. gonna never get that out of me. I just wasn't yeah. raised that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I was always raised like we you always put your look best better than forward. what we're going right, through. Right, yeah, nigga, like that. You leave that at the house. Mm-hmm. But like what you're saying, when I when you're at home and nah, man. like you just wondering, like, God damn, like what's my contribution, bro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's hard. That's, that's hard to t- deal with. Bro, that stuff is real. Like that black men that are listening, and people that are listening in general, it's like that that self love is it's got to look. it's a lot more challenging and it's because it you would think well my mom loves me and if she loves me i should love me or my dad or my sibling or my family or people friends they love me so i should love me but you don't really necessarily realize like i'm You'll telling you the way see. you if you for y'all that got children the way you love your child will showcase like how you feel about yourself like it's I mean, bro, it's so it runs so deep. Like that's why I'm, I'm still figuring out stuff. Like I realize, like my mom's not that affectionate, and so I'm not oh, that affectionate. I come from the least affectionate family. On oh, earth, I be, oh, I believe it. <laughs> I believe you, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, the way y'all cut cut each other with the straightforward, yeah, bro. Yeah, like I ain't nobody so, in my family's affectionate, bro. Bro, so it took me a while, like to get comfortable. Like my wife thought I I didn't want to be out like I was trying to be ashamed in public or kind of like whatever but but I really wasn't I just I'm not that affectionate I'm not even comfortable I feel weird I'm in a I'm, I'm in a weird tapping into a weird space my daughter even my daughter like just she's sitting on my lap sitting on my lap too long I'm not I'm getting uncomfortable not not trying to make it no funny business but just it's like hugging and stuff and I'm like not comfortable with it like I don't know like that. I didn't come up like that and so over the past I don't know two three years going through that self-love journey I have now said I now that I, I figured out how to love my wife better I still ain't great I'm not gonna call myself great but I I'm better and I now know how to be affectionate with my daughter now even though it's still uncomfortable but I realize I want her to be familiar with this because when she gets older she has to know what that looks like know what that feels like so in order for me to do those things for them i gotta get the love for myself i got to encourage myself i gotta say you are worthy you worth it you're you're okay you're you have something to offer and that is the one of the most important things i would tell anybody listening like Take a moment and stop before you smoke, before you drink, before you do what you're about to do. Look in the mirror and have a second with yourself. Just think about all that you've been through for real and look at yourself. And is that really love or are you just doing? Like Spike said, some, you're just in you in autopilot. You don't even realize, bro, this is just all I'm used to. This is all I'm familiar with. You ain't even stopped to say, man, do I really love myself? If I did, would I be messing with this girl like that? If I love myself, would I be doing these things? I know it's hurting me that bad. If I, it's, bro. Anyway, make you like, feel good. Though. Sometimes it make you feel good. Yeah, like you said, yeah. that's what we. Yeah. That's that's the thing that we resort to, especially when you lack self love. You go for the things yeah. in the physical that make you feel better. Yeah, make you forget about that. Make yeah. you. Now, I, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's a whole deep thing about that. But what I would say. Yeah. Is a similarity that you're saying about the lack of affection mm-hmm. And not to put the blame on anyone But I learned this in therapy Having Parents or people Around you that aren't as affectionate You don't learn that self-love um, Like we had DeAnthony on here 
um, one of the things that he said to me early on he was like bro part of the reason that you feel the way you feel is because you didn't have a positive male voice influencing in your life right so there's there's only so much like a mom can only be a mom but it mm-hmm. takes a dad for you to get that oh I'm that nigga feeling mm-hmm. Like it take a dad to be like, yeah, nigga, that's my son. Like yeah. it did dad or to give you that extra off that you need. And when you miss that, that internal voice that you're talking about, the one that makes you not feel worthy. Yeah. It's more negative than it is positive. Mm-hmm. And you learn, that's a learned behavior like that. Women can't help it, especially mothers, especially ones that are real, like single mothers really trying out here by themselves. Like they can't help trying to survive and, and trying to treat you the right way and baby you and make sure that they building you up like nigga I'm trying to pay the bills nigga mm-hmm. like I ain't got time to be telling you that you're yeah. the, the best whatever it may be mm-hmm. however you still need that and yeah. I'll ask you I'll throw the question to you but for me what helped me change was um, it seems corny before you do it but and I've talked about it on this show like I listen to affirmations mm-hmm. Like I go to YouTube and it's a type in black man affirmation. It, it it's like a fifteen minute thing of a brother talking. Like brother, you, you worthy. You the presence when you walk in the rooms. Like just shit that you need to hear. Just sit down fifteen minutes, yeah. listening to it in the car, playing it on a run or your workout. Just fifteen minutes of like, nah, nigga, you the shit for lack of a better word. But he said it in all totally different ways, mm-hmm. and not in a corny way where you like, man, I don't want to hear this. But just stuff that you should have been hearing on your thought process and growing up that way that voice in your head that tell you the one to be like nigga you can't do that mm-hmm. I don't know why you tried that like that voice the one that's yeah. really skeptical of all of the stuff you do that all of us have you gotta train that voice to be positive mm-hmm. cause it's gonna always skew negative Yeah, you hear I, I, D told me this too like you hear nose like nose register you with so much before oh, yeah. yeses do because when you're a baby and they're training you to do certain stuff, no one yells at a baby, yes. Yes, yes, like you don't do that. You yell you yell at a baby, no, no, don't touch that stove. No, don't close your hand in that door. No, 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 no. No, it has a negative connotation. That negative connotation starts to grow in your head from a baby because you're hearing no so much. Mm. You got to talk to yourself and tell yourself positive stuff. You got to hear positive stuff. Like you really, you got to go out of your way to be happy. A lot of people think that happiness and self-love, that's going to just come. I get a better job. I make more money. I get a better bitch. I have these clothes. I got these shoes. I got this business. But at the end of the day, all of it, none of that shit's going to make you feel better if you don't purposely try to be happy. Like you got to go out of your way to be happy, nigga. Mm. And you got to understand that that shit don't. It ain't a happiness is not a destination. It's a journey. That's probably one of my favorite quotes mm-hmm. because you can't you, you're not ever going to make it to happiness. Mm-hmm. Ain't no happy land, nigga. <laughs> like that, 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 that doesn't exist, nigga. But on the way to wherever road that you're going, there are happy moments. There are moments that you're going to you should be able to get joy from. There are moments that should be able to fuel you when you're feeling down or you're feeling unloved or you're feeling unaccomplished. Like you should take in, no, like take a moment and breathe, take it all yeah, in. And, and, yeah. and like what we were talking about, being present. You got to yeah. be present in those happy moments because you need those, nigga, because yeah. life is hard. Boy. You know what I'm saying? So that, that would be my word of advice that I need to live by, that I would share with everybody to listen to this show. But yeah. like, 
you got to train yourself to be happy, bro. And that yeah. shit is hard. It's Boy. difficult. Nigga. Yeah. It's yep. difficult when yeah. the motherfucker stopped at the yellow light and you you want like just sm- it be small shit too. It be the small it be the smallest shit. And oh, you were just man. like, God damn, bro, yep. for real? Yep. Yep. Like I-, I can't find my key. Ah mm. shit, I spilled something on my shirt. My coffee mm. cold. Like nigga, they they messed up my order at the restaurant. Yep. And that shit just building. Like, of course, of course this would happen to me. And then you go down <laughs> that road and it's over. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that was you, my soapbox. I know. I, I, you talking, bro? And that's that's what we need as we we wrap this up, man. Just with all of those things being said, and being at this point of having that self love and having value. We've talked about different themes of this nature. What do you have to offer for our community, and what do you feel that you're actively doing in your own personal life? Me? And, uh, yeah. Just saying, anybody listening? No, that, that to you. You. I'm saying, what are you doing? And maybe somebody can be encouraged to find their purpose in I gotta I'm try I need to do something. And maybe it looks different in my life of what I'm doing versus what somebody else is doing. But this is my form of protest or involvement to benefit our people and benefit this world. You know what I mean? Mine is absolutely I know what you mean. Mine would be doing this to the max. Like I told my homeboy today, I said, bro. You're too, you're too good to half-ass. The, like, you're too much of a pro not to prepare, right? A lot of times when we think we good at shit, you just try to wing it. You just try to do it. Like I, I've been doing it, been successful at it my whole life. But when you reach certain points and you want to take it to that next level, it takes work. Like it takes dedication. It takes study, and. I say that to say a lot of us feel like we should just it should just happen things should just be but you got to put the work in in order to get there I know that's a cliche statement so you ask me what I'm doing or what I would want to do for the community mm-hmm. and it's this I want to continue to do this put the work in even more so for people to understand like you can get a late start I wouldn't like most of the people that do this and are famous they were famous rappers at 20 they have some famous portfolio or profile that they built up the reasons that people notice them in this space i want to be an example of like nah i didn't have any of that i just loved doing this and i was really good at it and was able to build out a platform and a media company that people could look at and and make an example of to be a motivation for young boys that don't have to wait as late as i did to try to get the shit right mm. they can start getting it right at 18 19 then imagine how effective and powerful they'd be at 40. yeah I want to be the change or, or, or someone who leads the change in that. For a motherfucker to look at it and be like, no, that nigga, he busted his ass to get where he is. Mm-hmm. Deservingly so, too. Nobody yeah. gave it to him. It wasn't, yeah. oh, he got lucky. Like that nigga, I, I seen that nigga working and busted his ass to get there and do that. I want to be that example for young brothers that need that. Wow. That's that's dope. Um, same, of course, this show. Um, my goal every day is just being like this like a bursting force of positivity and not like that fake positivity but that like nah because I there's a young lady well she's older than me but a young lady that I work with and she was you know I, I just when she she needs a little help with something I just help her out or whatever and and she was just like you know you're just like she's a white lady <laughs> she's like you know you're just like I don't know, you're like like very encouraging I don't know you just 
I know you're like a teacher or something. I don't know. You just... You're not like what I expected a black man to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, uh, the, the internal thought, but it's mm. like it's like that where it's like, but it's not. I'm not forcing anything. That's who I am, and so what my goal is and what I'm going I'm going to continue to do for this community. I've been able to do it, and I'm, I've done it with uh, uh, with the relationships with older black men that I have been able to get them to take their guard down by creating a space for them to be vulnerable by putting myself on the the staff or put myself on the sword of vulnerability i have seen some of the most gangster dudes tough dudes with a history get around me and feel so comfortable to be vulnerable to talk through some things that they may have never necessarily done it because that wasn't where they, they came from so my goal is to constantly in this community and the reason it's not vulnerability just to be on your soapbox but it's to start to begin to heal because i believe if you can start healing that way you can start benefiting yourself and those that are around you and if we benefit enough people around us we can start to make that change as a village as a whole but it all starts with you so for me i want to continue to be a force of positivity and vulnerability anytime people talk talk to mo i want people to feel comfortable they can dm me be like man Man, Mo just be like, just whatever. Like he made himself look bad, or he whatever. I don't. That's why I don't care about if I look bad, because it's like somebody need that, bro. Like they be like, man, I, I'm now. I'm about to talk about a moment, of, you know. So I just for my community, for us, again, I want to be a force of positivity and vulnerability, and that's it, bro. That's that's it. <laughs> I think I, that's a good note to wrap yeah. it up on. It was really, really, really good. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right, man. As you know, it's been another week in the books. AWITB Chapter 61. Mo, take us out, bro. Yes, sir. Y'all know this comes out every Friday. It's on YouTube as well. <sighs> the YouTube is sad right now. <laughs> but I seen one, two videos. I, yeah. I mean, but that's, it, yeah, but that's it, just off the strength. Most people are not listening to this on YouTube. Bro. Yeah, I know. It, 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 it takes some marketing. It, yeah, because this is not, yeah, this is a t- kind of a different thing yeah, versus our YouTube good earners. Man. We do pretty well over there, I think, considering no promotion on that YouTube. Yeah. So it, it is a, a niche market, uh, but. It's going, I'm going to keep uploading it. You know what I mean? I never know. One of them people could be somebody that's like really rocking with us. But y'all check us out on YouTube. Uh, of course, yep. Apple Podcast, Spotify. We got good earners every Monday. Uh, Spike has on Deck TV. Uh, you have Dead End Sports. Um, did I miss anything? That's it, man. We out. Oh, don't forget the number. 470-318-5034. 370 Five zero three four. That is the number y'all can reach us. Voicemail, text, Voice whatever. Note, text message, all that. Voicemails. Yeah. yeah, leave all of that. You feel comfortable. All right, y'all. We out. Chill.